When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. Tooltip subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%, and their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast. I am James Butler and joined, as always, by the legendary golf betting pundit that is Dave Tyndall. Dave, how are you? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. Are you? I'm all right, Ashley. Yes, I'm, I'm buoyed by the fact that uh, Married at First Sight UK is back on our screens <laughs> over here and keeps me going in my sad little existence. But also very excited to watch the uh, culmination of the golf um, last weekend. The Cantlay de Chambeau showdown was quite special, wasn't it? It was, but can we rewind to the first round? Because yes, indeed, our thirty-three to one tip, Rory McIlroy had a share of the first round lead as we put him up to do so. So that was a nice yeah. uh, win on Thursday night. Get get the business part out of the way first, because um, that was that's that's what we're actually here for. <laughs> but the um, yeah, the Deschambeau work uh, can't lay. I mean, the, the pot off. I mean, can't lay hold everything. It seemed to me, um, and Deschambeau missed when he had the opportunities. And Deschambeau's grumbled since that Cantlay was walking on his backswing or something and various other things. But apart from that, it was uh, excellent theatre as the light faded in that event. But the Tour Championship is what we're looking at this week. This is um, I kind of had my education last year, and I've kind of I've tried to remember how it all is it's the race to win the fedex cup isn't it and you basically we've we've shed a few en route to here and now we've got a field of how many dave 30 so we're down to the, the final 30 and effectively they're handicapped aren't they on their positionings 
from what they've done so far. Patrick Cantlay, you sent me the uh, the starting positions for this uh, event. Cantlay starts 10 under. You've got Tony Finnell in there, 8 under. Bryson, 7 under. John Rahm, 6 under. Cameron Smith, 5s. 4 under. Justin Thomas, Harris English, Abraham Anser, Jordan Spieth and Sam Burns. Colin, my mates at 3 under, along with uh, Sanjay Im, Victor Hovland, Louis Eustace and Dustin Johnson. And Rory is at 2 under alongside a whole host of others as well. And that's effectively because of the standing so far in the season. They've kind of handicapped them and they, it's a bit like um, watching the pentathlon in the Olympics. The first four events, you get seconds seconds of advantage depending on where you've how many points you've accrued so far, and then you set off first if you're if you're leading the pack. And effectively, Patrick Cantlay is that person that's setting off first. He's ten under. He is. Imagine if um, they got them each to ride a horse and they got a terrible horse. Did you see that in the? That was uh, I, I, I quite fancy actually merging horse riding with golf. That'd be quite interesting. A bit like polo, wouldn't it be? He's trying to get it in the hole at the end and the, the fairway gets cut up. I guess the equivalent, rather than a sort of temperamental horse, or, well, or was it the temperamental horse? It, it, it's the symbiotic relationship between jockey and beast. Yes. That, uh, so maybe the, the rider's tears made the horse nervous as well. It was a bit of a vicious circle. Maybe the equivalent um, of this would be to give them all random clubs. How about that? Yeah, and random caddies. Some of the yeah. some of who you don't get on very well with. I mean, they were saying on the the pentathlon. This is the golf betting podcast, not the pentathlon <laughs> betting podcast. But they were saying that the relationship, as you said, between rider and horse. A lot of um, riders, if they're feeling stressed or nervous about something, they hum because that kind of relaxes the horse. So if you hum as a golfer, it maybe relaxes your caddy. Yeah, possibly. Rather than your leg starts twitching all over the place. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. we might have invented something live on air here. Yeah, and it's better than monkey tennis. Anyway, the <laughs> odds prior to uh, this event. John Rahm is the favourite, as he tends to be all the time at the moment. He's 7-2. to two. Got Patrick Cantlay, who is obviously starting as the leader coming into this event. He is as good as 4-1. to one. You've got Bryson in there at 11-2. to two. You've got Tony Finnell in there at 15-2. to 18-1 to one is the uh, best price on Justin Thomas. Um, Dustin Johnson is 25s. Rory McIlroy around about the same price, as is Cameron Smith. Now, how do we judge this, Dave? Because obviously... We've got the uh, the top end of the uh, the standings starting lower um, under par than the, the guys that are back on evens. I mean, poor old Sergio and uh, Daniel Berger, etc., are effectively ten shots back at the start of this event. Are we looking at current form, or are we just looking at the at the standings going into it and thinking, well, Patrick Cantlay's got to win; he's ten under. Well, there are two markets, aren't there? There's the one that whoever's top of the leaderboard on Sunday night wins the FedEx Cup, so it's, it's sub. They've simplified the format in the sense that you know who is winning before you were kind of looking at projections of where they were. Um, so you can just bet on who crosses the line first ahead on Sunday night, or there's a market on who shoots the lowest 72 hole score. The prices I read out then are for who lifts the trophy, aren't they? That's yes. the one that Patrick Cantley is leading the standings. But the other market you're talking about, they all start effectively level. Yeah, that's right. It's just whoever literally shoots the. the Lowest 72 hole score. So that could be one of those even par, Daniel Berger. And yet, if Pant, if Pantley, if Cantley uh, shoots nine, just nine worse than him, he would still finish in front of one of those evens, if you see what I mean. He's got a 10-shot lead on those. So it, it just shows how much that the guy's trailing have to do. So, yeah, two ways to do it. If I was just playing who's going to win the FedEx Cup, I'd go for John Rahm. There's only three players that he's got to give up shots to. So I'm interviewed uh, last night or, or this evening, and he, he said uh, 
he's just striking the ball great. Um, he's not a fan of the format, but I think he might be if he ends up winning. Um, I think there's just enough doubts about those in front of him where uh, I think he can show that he's probably been the best golfer on the planet, hasn't he, for the last few months. I'd probably back him at 7-2 to two just to win that, but I think there's more interesting plays to be had by looking at just who shoots, who shoots the lowest score. Before we go on to that market, it's quite a big purse, this, isn't it? It's, it's worth winning. Just a bit. Yeah, uh, £15 million if you finish in front. If you finish 30th and last, you get the mere consolation of £395,000. Oh, my heart bleeds. Yeah, so they've been asking them all, what would you do with the money? Well, I don't know. It's a bit... What? How can you not sound crass if you answer it, really? It's a bit of a... Not I mean, the greatest question or not the greatest thing to try and answer. I, I, I guess what you've just said there in terms of the, the prize money all the way down to 30th kind of answers the the other question I was going to ask you about if we're looking to somebody to come from that even par start and shoot the lowest score across the across the, the event not necessarily win it but shoot the lowest score I was going to say well what motivation is there if you're kind of languishing all that that distance back why are you going to be motivated but I guess the fact that the, the prize money goes up so steeply is quite a motivation isn't it yeah you could um nudge up three or four spots and it's worth 50 60 grand to you i guess or more but that, that's the motivation uh for it but it is odd isn't it why why they're getting that much money a few have sort of said a few decent things like they'd buy a house some cars <laughs> i didn't see any give it to um give it to afghan refugees didn't see many of those answered james i have to say strange that is an odd, <laughs> an odd imbalance Wait, I, I, to be honest i mean I'll ask you, if you won $15 million, pounds or whatever it is, how would you spend it? $15 million. I wouldn't want to win that much money. Uh, I think I'd suffer a huge lack of motivation to ever do anything work-wise, and I like working. Yeah, you'd look after your family, and then you'd look to try and help people out, wouldn't you? Or is that just me sounding, trying to sound right on? But honestly, I can't think of an awful lot. I wouldn't get much pleasure out of a car. Like you could buy a car, but then what? I'd give half of it to my golf betting podcast, buddy. I think you'd get seven and a half million. All right. So what do you do with the seven and a half? I think um, in terms of what you'd said about lacking motivation in life, if you were suddenly so comfortable, yes. I think I'd, I'd invest it into some kind of business. So it, it, you kind of... Yeah, you'd have to do that. But even then, I don't know. Would you not? Would there not be a little person on your shoulder thinking you could just give that to someone who needs it I don't know definitely would make a sizable donation to something yeah yeah. you'd have to wouldn't you yeah because we're, we're nice people aren't we well you just you don't, yeah sure well, how can you not I don't I, I mean all these guys probably I'm sure do give money to charity and everything so I don't want to knock them but just so much money going around in the first place not comfortable with it <laughs> well there we go well, we've turned um, this into something else haven't we yeah, something. on your soapbox <laughs> now aren't you the um yeah, listeners, tell us at SBM underscore podcast. Tell us how you would spend your 15 million if you were to win it uh, over the next four days. Not that any of you are doing, unless you are one of the players, one of the 30 players, and you're listening to this to get some guidance. So I, I take it from what you've said so far. We talked about John Rahm being your favourite to win it at 7-2 to two, to actually lift the trophy. In terms of your other bet, I'm feeling that you're steering me towards the 72-hole kind of bet rather than um, looking at the, 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 uh, the silverware and the 15 million. Yes, um, so I'm going to go with um, a guy in this market who, who I, I did like anyway because he's come into good form. He had a really good week uh, last week. He was third, and it's Sung Jai Im. They the sort of added extra, which I wasn't aware of. I don't know whether people have, have done 
bags of research and know everything about everyone knew this. But I was reading a, a preview piece this morning by the guy who does all the kind of uh, Korean and Japanese and Asian stuff for the PGA Tour. Chua Chu Chiang, lovely guy, and he has focused on some of the uh, Korean players in the field. And how about this for a line? It says, with Im happily based in Atlanta, where we are this week, after buying a new house at the end of last year, he can comfortably stay at home, enjoy home-cooked meals, and take the daily 35-minute drive to East Lake Golf Club. There's no motivation at all for him to win it. Then what's he going to do with the 50 million? He's got no house to buy. I was actually listening to the uh, commentary um, over the uh, the last week, and they were saying that he's lived out of suitcases. He's gone from hotel to hotel because he effectively plays golf 52 weeks of the year. He, yeah. he, he very rarely misses an event, does he? And it's actually the first time since actually turning up in the US that he's actually put down roots and got himself a, got himself a home to retreat to. Yeah, he's got a home, which is 35 minutes from the course. Uh, which is good. Uh, so it said it was kind of a dream to to be able to commute from his home to this tournament. So he's qualified for it. Uh, so on that level, the dream has come true. But before we make this into kind of some fairy tale and and, and not take him seriously, uh, Tung Jaim was the halfway leader in this tournament last year. Uh, so he can play East Lake. It's not just it's not just near to him. It's actually a course he can uh, do really well on. And his stats, his ball striking stats, look uh, particularly strong at the minute when he was um, third last week in the BMW Championship, ranked fifth uh, strokes going tee to green, seventh in approach. Played this twice, this is third year in a row, 15th out of 30 on debut, not too bad, and then 12th uh, last year, but he was the halfway leader. So given the form he's in, I think he can uh, have a big week. The pressure's not really on him because he, he's one of the guys who's going to start at minus three, but he can have a massive week um, and, and have a chance of shooting the lowest score and He's 30 to 1 to do that. So I thought that was a decent each way bet. You can get him at 30 to 1 for five places for the 72 hole. He's as big as 33s um, with Bet Victor and Co., but he, you only get four places for that as well. So you kind of pay your money, you take your choice. I'll go for five places. Yeah, yeah. on, uh, on, on Sanjay Im. But uh, yeah, Sanjay Im to uh, be the 72 hole winner then. Um, the local boy who uh, lives. Yeah. 30, I mean, why didn't he just say half an hour away? 35 minutes. He's a bit well, precise. He's very precise. Well, yeah, you've got to be, haven't you? That's why he's, uh, he hits golf shots pin high. He's not knocking five units off each time. This is what I've done wrong. This is where I've gone wrong. I've not been precise enough. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, that is him, isn't it? He, he basically plays week in, week out, and he, he he's a thinking golfer. He has uh, everything down to a tee. Very, very consistent player, Sanjay Im. So that is why he's on our side for this event. Then the 72-hour event, don't forget, they have a tiered start, depending on how they've done so far this season. So Sanjay Im is a long way back. If you look at the leaderboard, he's a long way back. But have a look at the uh, the 72 holes. Whoever does the better over these 72 holes. And Sanjay Im, Dave Tyndall's uh, pick they're at 30 to 1, five places each way with the assorted bookmakers. Do your research and find the best value bet. And what's your other one then? Tell me another one. Obviously, we landed the first round leader money last week, which was nice. It's slightly ridiculous this week because obviously the staggered start. So somebody like Daniel Berg, who, who is a even par 10 shots off the lead, well, he's not going to be first round leader, is he? Well, they can bet on him if you want, um, but you'll get <clears throat> ridiculous odds them to be so so it's going to be one of the leaders isn't it who's going to be be ahead surely on Thursday night it's whether you think you can take Patrick Cantley on he's, he's 10 to 11 best price to be leading but I think you can take him on because he's not very good on this course whereas he he hold everything on 
bent grass greens last week. These are Bermuda greens. He's not got a very good record at all in, in this event. Never started well. His, his first rounds here are 74, 71, 70. He's never finished better than 20th in the tournament. You know, got to remember this is out of 30. So I think someone can go past him and without trying to pull a, a rabbit from a hat, I just think you go with Tony Finau. Tony Finau has been starting fast. His last two first rounds, 67 BMW, 67 at the Northern Trust. He ended last week with a 63, so got a bit of momentum in this tournament. He's looking at looking at his first rounds, a 67, two 68s and a 70. So if he, he can repeat one of those, he's every chance of just edging in front of Cantlay. Deshambo's only one behind me, but but Deshambo's got a poor record here as well. Rahm's obviously then two shots behind Fina, but you know you've got to you've got to kind of put your money down at some point and just say, well, I'm, I'm going to go for this. So Tony Fina four to one with Unibet to be the first round leader. So I'm just going to go have a point on that. His recent fast starts, his ability to start fast on this course, and the fact that he's got shots in the bank. All add up to a decent four to one shot. I like that a lot, actually. Tony Fino, he's been good form lately. And you, you wonder how much that uh, playoff and the excitement, the adrenaline, and then the come down from that last weekend will take out of Patrick Cantley as he has to start again. I mean, obviously, they do this week in, week out and play golf, but it, it will have taken its toll, surely. Yeah, maybe under Shambo as well. Yeah, I think he'll struggle to, to hit those heights because last week's course was a bit silly, wasn't it? When, what was it, 27 under? the playoff number so this is going to be a bit of a culture shock you can't shoot those numbers here so yeah good reasons to take Cantley on he's not very good on this course and a bit of a bit of a come down yeah I think on that day day one we can hopefully Finau can edge in front Ram can finish in front by the end of the week but hopefully Sung Jae-in will have shot the lowest 72 hole score when we add it all up the, the beauty of those is they're not competing bets, are they? They can all land for us. The three. They can all land, yes. They, yeah. yeah, there's no sort of um, doubling up anyway. They all are three separate bets that could all win. Yeah, one of them's got a, an instant hit on the first round. The rest of them will take you all the way through to the uh, final putt. And uh, good luck with all of your bets out there. As always, Dave Tyndall, thank you very much for your company this week. Thank you, James. Please make sure out there, no matter how much you trust Dave Tyndall, even your own instincts, gamble responsibly, enjoy the golf, and we will, of course... See you next week. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide.